Hi, my name is Marius Duda from Riverside, and you're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Theater in Boulder, Colorado, with Mario Studa right before the show, right before the band goes on. Welcome to Boulder. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a beautiful place, indeed. Really glad you guys came into town here. When we spoke about ten months ago, you know, I wasn't even sure uh, where you'd be hitting in the states, and and you've really had a large string of dates. This is certainly the biggest tour in, in this country. I think, yeah, that's that's for sure. This is our third one, but the biggest up to date. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Finally, we can visit something, you know, in this part of, of, of country. I know. Because usually it was like the East Coast, but now mm-hmm. we are everywhere. You're covering it all. Yeah, I just came from Texas, so imagine, you know, <laughs> New Mexico. That's all, yeah, cool. Yeah, you played like 16 dates already. Um, and you have many more to go. 16 shows, and dates are, it's, it's we have more yeah you do yeah yeah so how, how has it been for you traveling in the states and playing in many places for the first time well uh we had a very nice conversation a few years a few days ago about um how we feel and uh for sure uh i don't know 15 years ago everything would be different because say you know enthusiasm and everything would be probably large and stuff. Now we have this thing which is called uh, experience. Mm. So we know already, and uh, it's really hard to sometimes surprise us because we played so many shows in so many places. But to be honest, here being here for the first time in in many 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 towns and cities that we've never visited to. It's, it's, a, it's a great experience for us. And the audience is, is really great. Yeah. Something changed recently because um, we are not the same band anymore like mm. it used to be. We kind of force people to entertain with us. And yeah, so we are... Uh, we can't uh, be just like the band that plays note by note from the stage and people are listening only, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you can sometimes experience that kind of things during, I don't know, so-called Prague festivals. Mm-hmm. And uh, on this tour, people entertain fan- in a fantastic way, especially, I don't know, people here in the United States, in Canada, too. So you're talking about like audience participation and getting them singing with you? Yes, we yeah. force them to sing. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> they have to do something, you know. They can, li- they can listen to the album at home with a glass of wine. Right. Here, they have to do something. It's an interactive experience here. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh, given the Western themes in Wasteland, has it been fun for you coming out more to the West in the States here? Yeah, and yeah. you said you're in Texas. Exactly. So, in Texas, we played Wasteland song, and it sounded pretty nice, I have to tell you. But uh, I, I just... To, I sensed that maybe uh, not everyone 
realized that uh, we kind of uh, played maybe different music before, you know, and um, we didn't play Western songs, whatever. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I also realized that uh, we got lots of newcomers on this tour. Mm -hmm. When I asked them who sees Riverside for the first time, it's just like fifty, sixty percent of people just showing their hands. So that means something. Yeah. Of course, we didn't have a chance to play in uh, Dallas before, right? So it's kind of obvious that many people see us for the first time. But anyway, it's still, I, we, we, we realized uh, that with Wasteland, we have like a second chance or a second life. Mm -hmm. and we're, uh, yeah. You do, yeah. Are the audiences significantly different in the States from Europe? Uh, they're louder. They are more into shows. I think the perfect audience so far we found in Canada, because mm -hmm. these guys are, are insane. They're just loud, but they also know where to scream. You know? <laughs> so it means that they know the songs. Yeah. And here it's, it's, just, it's almost the same, but there are places where uh, mm, sometimes they scream too much and not all the time in the parts of the songs that they should scream. <clears throat> And sometimes... Uh, so in like the more quiet interludes? Or in screaming. a different way. Sometimes it's just like, yes! It's just like, oh <laughs> uh -huh. my God. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, and uh, sometimes... Uh, uh, there, I think in the jet was just Jersey City, where I felt like I'm in Europe a bit. Huh. You know, when people were just like, hmm, they just... They wanted to check us out first. They didn't know if they should react <laughs> or no. Oh, you're not going to tell me if I'm going to clap or not. I will decide that. So that kind of attitude a bit. Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, behind this, it's a full of love and support all the time. So we feel that very much yeah. in the audience. Yeah. Um, I saw some comments about how impressive your light show is in Europe. Do you have to bring a more modest rig over here to the, to the States? With this tour, we can't, uh, we couldn't bring our lights for for US, so we have to do what we have in the venues. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's decent, sometimes it's not good, but the band tries to at least uh, do something yeah. <laughs> with that. <laughs> but uh, that's that's something for the future, you know. We still can raise the bar. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, each time you can just kind of do another step. You up. know, it's hard for us. It was hard for us because usually we had like first two tours. We played like, I don't know, eight shows, nine shows. Mm -hmm. And this tour is really big. And uh, we didn't experience that yet. We haven't experienced that yet. So, uh, but we know lots of things for the future already. Yeah. What we should improve. Yeah. And definitely with the, within the next two years or after the new album when we come back and we have to come back we will come back with a bigger production mm -hmm. that's for sure mm -hmm. with so many shows are are there like warm-ups that you need to do before a show locally or yeah I've got some exercises yeah, yeah. it's like just like 10 minutes of singing blah, 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 things like that yeah mm -hmm. but I just also noticed that um, uh, when I sing during the day just humming something under my nose it's always better and doing only 10 minutes before because it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not, 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 not much enough to, uh, to sing properly later during the show. 
Right. Especially after the day off. <laughs> right, right. Do you find a strain on your on your system, on your body, on your voice, uh, just playing? Well, I do exercises. So I, I'm doing stretching thing and um, I'm, I'm also kind of, uh, you know, working on, uh, on these vocal exercises. So much more prepared than the last time when I've been here in the United States. Yeah. Last time I was sick all the time because uh, I couldn't deal with it. That's the same was on this tour, but I kind of, I deal with that. Uh, I still can't get used to the air condition, but uh, my friends from Contrive, they just fixed me already right. some kind of mask uh -huh. for, the, for the future, for, for the planes, so probably it will help. But uh, five years ago, 45 years ago, oh, yeah, four years ago, I was sick all the time, you know. Plus, I was drinking beer and I was smoking, so it was not good. Mm -hmm. So, all these things are done already. That's why we have much more energy on the stage now. Mm -hmm. I just, I just realized that I can't afford doing that. You know, thinking only about me and my myself. Uh, when people are coming to see you, they want to expect one hundred percent of you, and not like you know. I, I remember the times on the stage when I was just playing. Uh, I was thinking, oh my god, that's the, it's just the fourth song. Oh my god, seven to go, eight to go. I don't want to, I don't have this attitude anymore. Yeah. I didn't have that uh, very often. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that there were moments and now they're not. No, it's great you've turned that around. Yeah. So how have you found the songs on Wasteland have opened up uh, now that you've been playing them for you know, a good half year or more? Have they... Have they transformed? Have they gotten you know new life and breath into them than when you recorded them? Each our song is uh, transformed when we play this live. I think we are a live band mostly. Mm -hmm. Our albums are only for I don't know checking us out, and later that's like an invitation for seeing us during the uh, during the show. I think that's we 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 play much better live. And on the albums, so. Wasteland songs the same like the others sound much better live. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. After all these shows, sixty or something, sixty, uh, they are more, you know, settled down, something like that. It's just much better than it was before. Have you ever approached a way of when you're out on tour playing a lot of new unrecorded songs and? let them grow on stage before going into the studio to record them? Have you ever tried that? No, not yet. But um, it's so funny when you're talking about it, because um, I have an idea for the next album, and I think that one of the biggest influence for that, uh, it should be this tour. Hmm. You know, because we chose a different setlist this time. We kind of, we're promoting Wasteland, but we also play lots of old stuff. Because mm -hmm. Wasteland for me is like a bridge between this way, when I said this interview between the old Riverside and, new, and the new Riverside. And so we kind of skipped the last two albums. Uh, Wasteland songs fit much better with, uh, I don't know, ADHD, with uh, Out of Myself, with Second Life Syndrome mood, than with uh, Shrine or Love Field mm -hmm. Time Machine. And, um, and during the playing, I just also realized that this is what we should do on the next album. Just play that kind of songs with the melodies, but with uh, more intensity than on the last two albums, and also with this live approach, the sound and stuff like that. So, 
It'll see. Yeah. Um, last year you told me that Riverside doesn't play progressive metal. We play melancholic rock. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to be labeled as a progressive metal because actually we are not the same band as, I don't know, Haken, Leprous, uh, or some other bands that just playing hard riffs. For us, just metal, it's just like the fantasy world in Game of Thrones, if you know what I mean. Although the last season with all these flying dragons, <laughs> so you know. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, we, this is just like the fantasy in the first season, maybe this way, okay. if you know what I mean. So not too much. And this is just like the flavor. So we don't feel like we are a metal band. Mm-hmm. That's it. But uh, we have metal elements. So if someone says about us Prague, that's fine. Prague rock, that's fine too. But progressive metal, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, in that, in that uh, thought of melancholic rock, you know, now that you've been touring the, the Wasteland album quite a bit, do you think your audience has a strong appetite for what you would call melancholic rock? I think our audience is kind of surprised that uh, this melancholic rock can rock, mm-hmm. you know, can rocks. Because uh, uh, all these songs sound much more powerful. And, um, but I don't know, you know, lots of people are, well, they, they kind of ignore that kind of stuff. They see what they see. They believe in they want to believe it. That's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to struggle with that. You know? yeah. I, do, I do believe that lots of our fans, they have ears and they can hear the music and, and uh, realize that we have our own identity and it's not like a part of some um, community uh, that uh, mm, is strictly connected with uh, mm. only hard music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were excited to play the uh, Piccolo Basin concert on this tour when we were talking. Has that uh, happened in the way that you were hoping? I played two songs on this tour and uh, it sounds nice. I think it's. Uh, but I also realized that lots of people they 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 don't even know. They just think that it's it's a bass guitar. Uh-huh. When I when I when I'm alone playing these lines, there are few lines of people that they just, oh what is this? I don't, this is sounds. This is the sound of the guitar. Or maybe I, I thought that this is the sound of the guitar. That, that kind of weird attitude. But, uh, yeah, but he's the bassist and so... Ah, uh, yeah, but it's, it's, I think it's kind of original. Yeah. yeah, it's different. But I probably I need to force it, you know, play more that way. Explain a bit uh, louder then then probably people will realize that, okay, this guy has a different instrument and he plays this inter- different instrument. Okay, gotcha. This is not the normal bass. For now, it's just really hard to... I'm just changing the guitars all the time, so people are kind of confused. <laughs> yeah, when you are on stage, I saw you on the Cruise to the Edge show, so I haven't seen the, the full show indoors that you're doing, but, um, you know, you were sort of prepping the audience. You're like, well, you know, we have these kind of, you know, kind of songs mm-hmm. from early in our repertoire, but, but we, well, we have more song songs, too, and, you know, you're kind of like prepping them for all these different voicings and uh, atmospheres that your band approaches and do you see uh, the majority of the audience kind of resonate with one in particular or are they going on the whole journey with you for the most part I think so I think so it's uh 
it's always you, you need to have a catch to to follow the band i don't know sometimes you're just watching some entertainment and you just listen to the song at the end with the end credits mm -hmm. okay and you need to check it out and later you just realize okay these are totally different guys i thought that they're just playing some electronic stuff but that's the only song that they've got <laughs> in their own catalog right because the rest is really rockish and um I'm sure that lots of people uh, knows us, I don't know, from the Depths of Delusion song and they are kind of surprised when they listen on the album songs like Artificial Smile, mm -hmm. right? Or the other side, you know, someone just can listen to Artificial, oh, this guy is growling, it's just like open, and suddenly listen mm -hmm. to Eye of the Soundscape and, oh, it's, it's a con confusion again. Yeah, what band is this? Yeah, what the hell, I thought they are different. And, um, but that's the thing about us. I mean, that's the thing mostly about me too, because um, I'm the guy who's just trying to, I think I found my niche, I found my shell with my music, and I'm trying to uh, extend that, I know, pushing the boundaries. And uh, I think that I found myself somewhere between um, heavy stuff, uh, between uh, folk oriental stuff, between electronic stuff and between just pop songs stuff, you know. And, and I'm just trying to mix all these things together. Mm -hmm. With Riverside, it's much more, you know, attitude, like songwriting songs and stuff like that, you know, sometimes. Yeah, but that it's, it's, it's more it, this, this heaviness or this, this pop, rock, whatever, like sometimes the flavor of uh, folk, flavor of electronic, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. And Lunatic Soul, for instance, is a different way, right? There's a different part of me. So, I believe that Riverside fans got it. They, yeah. they know. They know what kind of music is that, and uh, they just follow us, whatever we do. They just follow us. Well, now that you're really in a new chapter of the band, and I mean, you've really established that now, um, is it still feeling like it's going to be a trio? going into the studio to do the next album or are you not, I'm not sure? sure I don't know yet you know uh, you know why we did this as a trio we had to deal mm -hmm. with the subject by ourselves sure I just couldn't see you know the new guy who's going to be somewhere in the studio and we are just dealing with this grief morning and he's just coming with some new ideas right go away and uh, so we we wanted to deal with that definitely Without Maciej, who's just, uh, he just, you know, blended extremely good. Mm -hmm. And uh, for sure, um, we will do something together. Maybe he will become an official member. Maybe we'll be a trio and he will be like uh, this, this member, live member again. We will see. Maybe mm -hmm. everything will be the same, but Maciej will appear on the promotional photos. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff, but uh, yeah. I don't think that we should do some kind of big, huge official announcement like, wow, there's four of us, because it would be hard to catch up 15 years, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, there's something that I should mark that we never did things like, uh, because this is what we do, we, this is what I do, I show the band in social media as a band. I always try to do photos with the four of us, with the crowd and everything. But when it comes to composing, uh, lots of things I do by myself. Mm -hmm. but, and, but we arrange the things together. So yeah. I don't need uh, uh, another composer in the band. 
But I have to agree that I need a guitar player, and Maciej is a, is a great guitar player, and he is just supporting me uh, very much, and I do believe that we uh, do this thing together in the future, too. And it's feeling good on the stage together? Much Maciej. better than it used to be, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the audience is opening up to him, too, and I mean, I've, I've heard good reports from people. You know, it's been like three years already, right? Yeah. You need to be a um, kind of cruel die-hard die fan with this... Uh, oh, I'm not listening anything after Love You the Time Machine because there's no Piotr Grudziński. Mm -hmm. um, I was afraid of that attitude, but I just realized that no, no one. And actually, uh, which I found it kind of sad, people don't give a flying fuck about it. I thought that there's, there's lots of, you know, Shelter of Mind fans that they they are in grief with us but there's lots of people that they don't care if they have this guitar player or someone else this is this keyboard player or someone else they're just enjoying you know riverside plays the music and i don't give a shit about the lineup this is really sad but i've i know that there's lots of people that they have that kind of approach mm -hmm. i don't know do you know uh, uh do you see the difference when uh, something happened in the band i don't know ghost for instance they just change the lineup, but the, the music sounds the same, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, if you're a fan, that's a different thing. You know? yeah. But I just uh, so that's kind of uh, controversial, if I can say that. But uh, unfortunately, this is how the way it is. But we still kind of respect what we had in the past. We don't want to change our music. We want to be Riverside, mm -hmm. and uh, with the new album, definitely we will do our own thing again. And with that energy going now, are you going to jump back into continuing the Riverside focus or do you have, whether it's Lunatic Soul or other areas that you're interested in after this tour is done? Well, I had to, I just probably I will return to Lunatic Soul again. Later I do another Riverside. I have a plan to release uh, the solo album too mm -hmm. with um, songs. Some people are just kind of surprised. They are surprised when when I sometimes mention that I'm going to release something under my own man, name, and they ask, why do you have Lunatic Soul as a solo project? And I said, yeah, but Lunatic Soul, this is this oriental part of me. <laughs> Riverside is much more rockish part of me, but uh, I think I, I can still do something different, and I don't want to go with another, I don't know, name project or something you can just do this under my own name i just think that it would be nice to release the album with the songs only you know acoustic songs something like that that'd be great so it would be nice to do this as, as, as me right Absolutely. and uh later i can even play that kind of stuff and uh, it will fit to all these uh, songs uh, with lunatic soul and, and riverside mm -hmm. yeah we'll see that yeah, that's that's lots of lots of things to do but i don't have time for that because i have to tour with riverside <laughs> all the time Oh, what a problem to have. Yeah, you know. damn it. Oh. Maybe next time. Maybe that would be one day when we will just not tour and I will just close myself in the studio. But okay, let's be honest. You know what's going on when I'm, when I'm not touring. I do three albums a year. So mm -hmm. I, don't know. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you get some good perks. I see you're on the, the cruise to the edge again next year. How, how's that for you playing on the high seas? Cool. Yeah. yeah, I. If there's a chance, we should simply use that. You know? I, I just just realized that there's lots of people that 
they need to see us. They don't know us. And if we have a chance to show up somewhere, why not? And plus, we can visit something, right? Yeah. <laughs> like Honduras, for instance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do you go off on excursions and when, when we uh, talk? Yes, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to share with folks now so they know? Um, we still got a, a few weeks in the in this tour and and you've got more later. It's going to be a long tour, that's for sure. Yeah. We still have a plan for doing lots of summer shows later. We have a tour in Poland, later the tour in Germany. Probably we'll go back to Russia mm. too. And uh with the next year after Cruise to the Edge we're going to play South America and other Polish shows and probably we'll go back to um East of Europe, I mean, this Balkan tour, all these countries like from former Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. that's a great, great response. Mm. And um, we want to come back there. And probably we'll also come back to Istanbul. These are our plans for the next year. And uh, in between, I do hope we will record the new album. The plans are for the fall next year so I'm not sure if it's possible to do mm-hmm. but okay we started something uh, on this tour we have almost a new song this is what you said uh, asking before we, we never did that before we have never done it before but mm-hmm. for the first time I started to uh, compose something on this tour uh, together with the guys nice. and uh, during the sound check I'm trying to check it out yeah. how it works Sweet. So yeah, we'll see. With this live approach, I wanted to try it during the live show. Yeah. Without audience, you know, for for now, but yeah, we'll see. It'd be it'd be cool if by the end of the last few shows you are in a place you can throw it out in front of an audience. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That's true. Tell them not to uh, film it or anything. You know, no cameras allowed for that one. It's not possible. <laughs> and this is you know. And the tour, during European tour, we had these uh, visual screens, mm. so we could put the uh, information about it. But mm-hmm. here, it's it's that's not possible. How is that for you, as an artist, when you're in front of the stage, and you know everyone's got their phones out or something? Is that is that a you know a bummer for you, or are you okay? With I, that? No, I I believe that uh, just doing a quick photo or just doing some kind of uh, uh, Insta story a short video mm-hmm. three minutes five minutes it's fine yeah but when I see the guy who's just shooting the whole, the whole show yeah. that's, uh, I have this uh, feeling that I want to go there and just kick him yeah <laughs> just right in the camera mm-hmm. I can imagine that because it's a kind of grateful thing for me I don't know even if some people says that uh, they're just doing it for their own thing sucks simply sucks it's just not uh, it's not a good behavior for me yeah it makes sense well thanks so much for talking with us before the show have you been there in progressive nation this is when we met right it was yeah yeah I was there I I know that was the first time when when you see us season yeah oh yeah yeah, living living here, I had. Remember this before. show? Great. I don't. I don't think so. The second one was okay. The first one was full of technical problems. I know that wasn't your your favorite moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, but all these things changed uh, during the last cruise to the edge. I think. Mm-hmm. 
it's a different you know. It was great to finally have you come back and do it right, you know. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. So far, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Within two days, we are going to visit the Colorado Canyons, so it will be even better. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. If if there will be a chance, because I don't remember where we play, because we had the day off. Down there's some uh, Salt Lake after Salt Lake uh -huh. City. I found that uh, we have got like I don't know 40 minutes or 50 minutes to go there, so yeah. I can't imagine a better photo with a thank you for this amazing tour with this from uh, one wasteland to another. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a wasteland tour, exactly. Beautiful, thank you so much, Marius. Sure. My pleasure. Yeah. Will survive intact. 